everybody and welcome to Rasselgrass. My name is Chris. My name, my name is Vincent. I was gonna say yeah. my name is Chris, but I would uh, that would be wrong. Yeah, you changed your name legally. I see. Yeah, my name is Vincent, not Chris. Yeah, today we're here to review the Go Home Edition of AEW Dynamite heading into Revolution, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty enjoyable show, I'd say. Yeah, so I thought it was a good show. I mean, I think the most important thing was the announcement. Yeah. Uh, so and honestly that's what i was kind of okay so here's the thing going into it going into wednesday i was like there's gonna be a huge announcement on wednesday possibly because he was like oh yeah there might be a huge announcement on wednesday i was like oh that means there's gonna be an announcement on wednesday for sure um but overall because i mean you don't tease it on wednesday if it's not gonna be on wednesday but right. and i guess it may have not been final i don't know mm-hmm. anyway but I was looking forward to that, right? But then as the show was coming up, and I was like, ah, you know, I got nothing else to do. Let's just turn on some dynamite. I wasn't thinking about the announcement. I was like, oh, it's just going to be a show. You know, it's going to be a good wrestling show. But then I was like, and then Tony Khan's in the ring. I'm like, oh, yeah, the fucking announcement's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised that that was the very first thing they did, personally. Yeah. Was Tony Schiavone I, interviewing him? I, I think so. It sounds like a Tony Schiavone thing to do. Yeah. I actually don't, I didn't even expect him to be the one announcing it. Cause usually when it's like Tony Khan's big announcement, usually it's like Tony Schiavone by himself telling people the announcement. Well, this is the one time I knew it was actually something interesting because. Cause he was I, there. Yeah. Because I kept seeing on Twitter before everything happened that, uh, you know, Tony Khan's doing this himself. So I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. Did you watch this live or did you watch it after the fact? I had to watch it after the fact because at this point in time, I was seeing the Batman in the theaters. Very good movie, by the way, when that comes out Friday. Definitely check that out. You kind of sound like the Batman right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know why my voice is doing this weird horse thing. I I drank some water. (laughs) But uh, it's to promote the Batman, but not not a hashtag ad. Totally non-sponsored. That's why I like the movie. Not that. You know, if they wanted to, though, we would definitely do it. Oh, yeah, no, call but me. We, we do not have any listeners, so that probably doesn't happen. There's one guy. I'm sure there's one guy. I mean, yeah, we'll convince them to watch the Batman. It's only if, if we don't mind it, the fact that it's three hours long. I mean, it didn't feel like three hours I mean, long. They it's probably like... watch Raw anyway, so, I mean, what's the point? I mean, look, when I watch Raw, I just feel sad, and I want it to be over as soon as it starts. When I watched the Batman, as soon as it started, I was smiling and enjoying myself. So, yeah, I mean that's just how it is. I mean, especially with the cinematic movie as well, it's yeah. just gonna be epic. Honestly, uh, I think a... anything really feels better than watching World. That's, yeah, that's kind of what they, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, but I mean, this isn't just better than Raw because it's you know not Raw. Uh, it's well, actually... yeah, it is because it's just how it is, man. If it's fucking anything, it's better than Raw. I know, but that's not the only reason it's good. It's because it's not Raw. It's just, it's, it's just really <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. Would you give it? What would you give it out of five stars? I wouldn't go four and a half. Oh, okay. Just because my favorite movie of all time is also a Batman movie, The Dark Knight, and that's a five out of five for me. Pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I didn't love it as much as Dark Knight, but it's not to say it's a bad movie. It's just. You know, that's my favorite movie of all time. I never expected anything in the top. So this... I don't hold anything against it for that. Just I had some issues with the Batman. So it's probably things I look back. Is this one of the better DC movies recently? I know it's a fantastic movie. It's not connected to that universe. It's its own separate thing. But it's a great like detective like story for Batman, which oh. they haven't done before, which I really like. Yeah. I'm definitely interested to check it out. I don't really watch DC movies like that. I kind of watch Marvel movies. Yeah, I if I would recommend this if you don't mind. Like, if you're more invested in characters and you are like action, then I think you would like this. If you might, if you really enjoy story and character, if you're there for the action only, this might not be your thing. But if you don't mind, like just watching it for just really good performances, some really Yo, good. Yo, I've watched story. so many Marvel movies, but I feel like I've only watched like two. But I've watched so many. I've watched like literally all of them. I mean, I've definitely seen a good part of them. But I just don't feel like I have, you know. It's like I've sat through all those movies, but I'm like, oh, Marvel's cool. Yeah. 
I mean, I one thing is just a weird thing. One thing I'll definitely tell you about the Batman is coming out of it, you'll definitely, you'll definitely like what you saw. And you'll remember what happened there. Yeah. I'm guessing it's pretty, uh, pretty cool because it's Batman. Yeah, like I'm telling you, it's three hours. Doesn't even feel like it. it. Feels like just a normal length movie. Is it like a dark movie? Like, oh, you know, it's super dark. It's okay. very much not a light movie, but personally, I think that makes it just a little bit better. Yeah, I think the lightest movie you can get is like Spider Man. Not well, not the recent one now. No, maybe not. But, uh, I haven't actually, watched the recent one, to be honest. Did I explain this a lot? Yeah. I would I would say the lightest Batman movie you can get if you're keeping Batman movies is Batman and Robin. And that one was terrible. Not because it was light, just because of other things. But, yeah. uh, you know. I just said Spider-Man because he just swings through the fucking town in broad daylight. Yeah. I, I know for a fact you haven't seen a No Way Home yet, so I'm telling you right now it's not a, it's not a light movie at, at parts. But uh, yeah. anyway, that was a little movie review on this section. Anyway, but, Tony Khan. Tony Khan, maybe he's seen the Batman movie. He's doing his promotion there. Who knows? I have no idea. I mean, first, we'll we'll cover Tony Khan's mic work. Do you think it was any good? It seemed like somebody who was just really happy and really went out there. Didn't really know what he was going to say. He's he's just going to say, "I bought all rage. I really appreciate everyone here." And in doing so, that's all he said. He didn't say anything in between. Yeah, I mean, dude, uh, man, he's he's an ultimate wrestling fan. So he's the ultimate wrestling fan. Tony Khan's just happy to be there, man. He's really fucking happy to own a wrestling promotion, two wrestling promotions. And honestly, I think that the most interesting thing is what this means for ROH going forward. Like, what are they going to do with the with the library they got? What are they going to do with the wrestlers that used to work there? How less impact, maybe the impact storyline they're going with the ROH invasion there. Is that a pun? Hmm? Was that a pun? Like, how would this impact the impact storyline? I didn't realize it's a brought up. Uh, unintentionally, yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. If he's going to use ROH as a developmental kind of promotion, I don't know. Brand, I guess, would be the word. Yeah, uh, I'd say that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he has dark. He has dark elevation, dark ultimate, dark this, dark that. You know, so I don't know if he needs real honor as a developmental. Imagine but, AW dark ROH. I mean, what if he does something like you know, so WWE bought ECW, right? And then they kind of did a couple shows that kind of they were they were kind of good, right? They were kind of cool, but then they yeah. suddenly became a very bad brand, right? ECW became WWE ECW was not good. Um. So do you think it goes down the route of like he tries to replicate Ring of Honor or something? I don't think so. I, I, I mean, how do maybe... you really do that besides like the the branding already? I mean, Ring of Honor was kind of just a normal wrestling show. They shook hands. and I guess the, the glory days of Ring of Honor he could try and replicate. Well, I mean, we saw it like the Brian Danielson, Smojo era of the CM Punk. I think, if anything, you'll definitely respect the history of it. I don't know if he'll do the exact same thing going forward. Um, but I know he's definitely respecting the history of it because the very first match in the show does himself as a rematch from the very first um, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, I think it was. Yeah, um, You it could was... do... The thing is, you could do Ring of Honor again, but have, like, younger talents on that show type thing. Like, you have the younger talents on there just to develop a little more, even... Like, they're they're good. But they might need to go up another level type of thing. Right. Like, that might work, I think. But overall, uh, the announcement was cool, man. I was laughing my ass off because Tony Khan's just a laughable guy. You know, you like to laugh at him. It's funny. Tony, Tony Khan looked like he just took a shot of adrenaline and just got sent out there, you know what I mean? Man snorted a whole line of cocaine before he went out there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. We're not going to snitch on the guy. Allegedly. You need so, Tony. How you feel? It's not our problem. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it felt though. That's the vibe that I was getting. So I was kind of just laughing throughout the whole thing because he, I want him to be on TV more too, just for that reason. I love, I love that he was seemed very happy to own all rage, but nowhere near as happy as he was introduced that one basketball guy. He wasn't so happy that his voice cracked. He was just happy that he couldn't figure out what he was supposed to say. His voice cracked so much. Though. I know. 
different. It's actually impressive. It's only kind of so many different levels of being happy. It's just so interesting to watch. He's the ultimate wrestling nerd. Like he's like everyone else, but combined. Like you, know? you like, and me, all the wrestling rich. fans in the crowd. He's combined into one, and he's rich as fuck. He's me and, and you, but he's rich and owns a wrestling promotion. I really don't. I want to know how Vince McMahon feels about Tony Khan just going and doing crazy shit, right? Pat, like, Pat asked him about that, actually. And being so damn excited about it. Pat asked him about competition like AEW. He did say AEW. He said AEW. Okay, what did. what did he say, then? And Vince said, oh, I like competition. I like AEW. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, they're my favorite. Wait, what? Yeah, I drink them all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah that makes more sense. I drink the root beer, I drink the cream soda, it's very good. That's some fantastic beverages there over at AEW. Yeah. Anyway, next question. I honestly, oh yeah, going back to that question, I wouldn't consider them competition, though. They're not really in the world pro wrestling. But I don't have anything to do with wrestling, but uh, I mean, I do respect them from yeah, a business standpoint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I like their drinks. Uh, yeah, we can move on. But also, if they ever challenge me and try to steal my promotion, I will destroy them 100%. No matter how good the root beer is. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely exciting news, man. I wonder how they're going to do... I mean, maybe if they have like a subscription network, they could put Ring of Honor on that shit, but it makes yeah, a lot of sense. That was the other thing people thought the announcement might be a possible partnership with HBO Max. Like, oh. where they stream stuff. Like what Peacock does, WWE, sort of like that. Yeah. I mean, that I would be for that at some point. I'd be down. And you have papers used on there and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, oh. yeah. I mean, honestly, a very entertaining announcement. I was uh, happy about it. And uh, I guess we'll see where it goes. I'm not sure if people are still signed to it, like Ring of Honor at all. I think their contracts got cut loose once everything happened there, if I'm not wrong about that. But, um, I guess so, yeah. That's what the last thing I heard about it. Yeah. Maybe something's happened since then. It's been a couple months. Yeah. So next but up, Tony announces. Okay. So next up, Tony announces is going to be the rematch from the first ROH show, uh, Danielson versus Danielson's return match to AEW, and yeah, uh, yeah it was a pretty enjoyable match. Yeah, Brian Danielson versus Chris Daniels. I mean, we haven't seen Christopher Daniels wrestle in a long time. I think he's been taking a backseat role, like backstage. I think it was because of his eye, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Because his eye still looks pretty messed up. Um, I didn't notice, but I mean, maybe I did actually notice, but I didn't really pay too close attention. I didn't notice it there, but there was a Christian Lee posted an interview clip he did with him, and his eye is still, if we look at it, still like blood red, with like yeah, the pupil there. That is rough, but I mean, he did a good job in this match. Yeah, really good. Like he's been wrestling like for the past couple months, even though he has. Yeah, I'd like to see more of him if he wants, to, if he's down to wrestle more. Yeah, same here. But I think Brian Danielson proved his point here. I think this was really just to have a match, you know, to promote the Ring of Honor, um, you know, decision to buy that. And then also because John Moxley, Brian Danielson wants to make a point, I guess. I don't know. By beating someone's ass. You know, I mean, it serves two purposes. Like I said, it um, gets over the Ring of, Ring of Honor announcement and it promotes some Moxley. Danielson feud heading into Sunday. So it works on both ends. Plus, it's a great yeah, match. Pretty much. And then he goes on the mic and he's all like, ah, you see, in Ring of Honor, we used to shake hands with people at the end of the match, or at the beginning of the match, and at the end of the match. So, you know, I'm going to shake his hand right now. He shakes his hand at the end of the match after he beats him. And then, well, while Christopher Daniels is still on the ground, by the way. Yeah. Probably he has no idea where the fuck he is. I absolutely love like, that, by the way. He's like, look, but I, we're not here for this. Is not Ring of Honor. He was like, oh, this ain't fucking Ring of Honor. What, are you, what am I doing? So he fucking starts kicking his head in and whatnot. And then, you know, it's kind of too late. But John Moxley comes out and he cuts his little promo. I probably yeah. said that. I don't even think he was trying to save him. Because after that, uh, Brian gets back on the mic and he goes, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing to you at uh, Revolution Mox. And then Moxley comes. Yeah, I don't think he actually gave a fuck. You know, he was kind of just like chilling, and then all of a sudden his name was in Dan Bryan's mouth, and he was like, I'm going to walk out there and show up who's boss. Yeah, and then Mox cuts the promo, like you were saying, and they tease a little confrontation with Bryan, so he's going to save it for Sunday. Yeah. 
So they're like holy men, saving it for Sunday. Honestly, I this is honestly one of my most anticipated matches on Sunday. I mean, there's a lot of really good matches happening there, but it's definitely one of them. I think it is for a lot of people. I think this is probably the match. I mean, not the match. I think the match would be MJF or CM Punk, but one of the matches that people are the most looking forward to because it's, I mean, honestly, it hasn't been built up that much either. It's just going to be a good wrestling match. Yeah, I definitely expect that too. Yeah. I mean, like, look at Adam Colbert's Hangman Page. That hasn't been built up that much. But, you know, it's still going to be a great wrestling match. So, I mean, with so little build and shit like that, they made Revolution actually look good. Yeah, I mean, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker has a lot of stuff going into it. Yeah, but um, besides that, though, it's not a lot of history going to the other matches. Yeah, more like the MJF and Punk match that has... That's probably should be the main event, in my personal opinion. Like, the actual last match that goes on. And mm-hmm. then the Thunder Rosa and Burt Baker match has all the history behind it as well. So those, yeah. those are probably the two matches that have the most build-up. I fully agree with honestly. No matter what they could have done, it's still somewhat better than WrestleMania nights 1 and 2 this year. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think WrestleMania is for us this, this year. No, not at all. I don't think so. And I don't know who it's for, but... Not for, and I don't know. I just don't, I'm not feeling the same vibes at all. Like, I, I should watch this show, but I don't feel like that. So, it's so like he has two nights and only have one match that actually sounds interesting. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, well, looking forward to a singing some promo. People uh, like Johnny Knoxville, though. Johnny Knoxville is fun and all, but like, that's not, if I had like a semi sane WrestleMania match, it's not that. For the Intercontinental Championship. Exactly. It's not, I would not beg that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Vince McMahon knows what's going on, man. Yeah, he's, he's doing something. Yeah. So next up, he gets a sting. In I actually like seeing him on Pat's show because it kind of showed like how he actually acts, you know? Yeah. Say what you want about Vince, but he's probably one of the most interesting human beings on this planet. He really is, actually. Just because of the way he is and everything he thinks. just yeah. He's a very serious guy, too. Like, they were joking around and shit. He's like, wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah, they had that one part yeah. at the end where Pat gets a WrestleMania match and Pat's doing this whole rehearsed bit with his friends, but he's just sitting there staring at him like a bunch of marks. Yeah. He's like the most serious motherfucker, but I mean, he probably has his best shows. It's the thing about him and guys like him is a lot of the things they say sometimes are funny because they're not supposed to be funny at all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mostly. Like, they mean it with everything that they are saying. Like, they mean it 100%, but it just sounds hilarious. Yeah. That's definitely the type of guy he is. That's the vibe I get him anyway. He's such a businessman, though, man. That's just how he talks. That's just how he acts. This is a man who will fire you for sneezing. That's absolutely hilarious to me. Yeah. And he says he has a bunch of fun making the wrestling shows and stuff. It's good someone's having I mean, fun over it's, there. It's good he's having fun, you know. <laughs> Someone has to be. Yeah. So, like you're saying, we get this thing in the I guess sun. he's. I don't know if he's. He didn't make WrestleMania for himself. I know that. He doesn't Maybe care he about no Logan Paul. Maybe he, did. he doesn't care about no Logan Paul. I mean, he's a big fan of the Logan Paul podcast or whatever. He might be. Vince McMahon's a big, impulsive guy in my eyes. Perhaps, yeah. He drinks that energy drink all the time as well. Just saying, he could be a Rascal Grabs guy too if he wanted to. That's it. It's all saying that, man. He can wear the Rascal Grabs hat. Yeah, it's totally real. Totally real. Yeah. Yeah. Comes in all colors. All right, so next up, Sting and sort of backstage. Sting talking about how he can't get involved in the match on Friday for the DNT Championship. Me and you were talking about this earlier. I don't care what the excuse this is. This triple fat match should have been the paper. You said that tornado tag match. Uh, yeah, for sure. I feel like this match makes a lot more sense because I don't want to fucking watch a tornado tag match. No matter, you know, it's a tornado match, but I don't give a fuck. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It seems like such a random dynamite match, that tornado tag match. I know there's a rivalry there, but still. I don't know. It feels like a random, random, random rampage match. Exactly. It feels like both of those things. But yeah. you think of championship triple threat with three of the most talented guys on the roster. And 
Honestly, that sounds much more like a pay-per-view thing than a Rampage thing. Is it a title match, too? What, the triple threat? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It should be on the show. Uh, I would do a switcheroo. And uh, that's how I would do it. But, I mean, it's already promoted, man. People have got tickets and stuff. Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's too It's too bad. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So, next it's up. It's too bad that it has to be replaced by a Toyota match. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely ruined by the fact that it's not on the show because, like you said, there's a bunch of other stuff there. But yeah. I feel like or it should be. Maybe Guevara works double the duty, huh? He said if he wanted to, but, I mean, who's he going to defend against on the show? Cody Rhodes. Right, free agent Cody Rhodes. Definitely. Yeah. I really hope he does show up at Revolution. It's a big surprise. Turns out he was only like bought Ring of Honor from Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, he... No, okay, we forgot to talk about the fucking thing he said. So he was like, look, I bought Ring of Honor. He was like, there's no Shane here. There's no Shane. I was like, oh my God, this dude's crazy. He made sure somewhere in that speech that he was going to insert that Shane Man joke about this. It's nothing like the WCW thing. So I was talking about WCW. He didn't give the crowd any room to breathe, man. He was just going off, man. He was like, there's no Shane here. There is no Shane. Okay. It's like if you ever talk to somebody and you keep trying to say something, but they just keep overpowering you with the sentences. Like, (laughs) hey, man. You just walk away. How you doing? I bought Ring of Honor. I bought Ring of Honor. I'm so happy all you're here. I love you, Shane. I want you. Uh, Shane's out here. Don't know Shane. There is no Shane whatsoever. Yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm the Shane. I get no Shane. Okay, thank you, Tony. Either he's the most annoying guy or not. I don't know. I find him entertaining. He's entertained to me, right? If I meet him, I'll, I'll tell him he's entertaining. Of course. So now we get to the casino tag royale. It was a fun match. I didn't write down every tag team that was in here because there was a lot. It was a match. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't excited about it, and I wasn't having the best time watching it. But it's whatever. Well, let's be honest. With this. Ever since Red Dragon uh, qualified last week to get into that match, we all knew that the Young Bucks were winning this match. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there was some stuff that happened in this match, though. Yeah, I'd say the one thing I really liked was seeing Darius Martin return. And Top Flight being reunited. Top Flight's crazy, man. Top Flight's work so smoothly together. Yeah, he's very happy about that. He has his own moveset, too, I think. He does, yeah. I guess talks a couple of that. He has some good selling as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing. sure him and, you know, and Dante can put together a nice little storyline, but whatever. I, I don't know your thoughts personally, but I feel in terms of the triple threat match uh, on Sunday for the tag titles, uh, Jurassic Express is probably my least interesting tag team in that match. Unfortunately. I mean, they used to be the hardest thing in AEW. Yeah. Well, ever since winning those tag titles, I just haven't been there. Haven't been there with them. Or did they lose Marco Stun? That was it. Yeah. Chris, Christian's no Marco Stun, man. That's the problem. He's great, no, but he's, he's not Marcus. He doesn't have the. I mean, we have we seen him sing before. Not at all. We've seen him play harmonica or the kazoo. Never That's sing. True. I mean, I mean the kazoo. The kazoo's cool, but it's not. It's not as good as Marco Stunt singing. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. And that's the issue. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Bucks won this match, and um, this Sunday it's them versus Red Dragon versus Wrestling Express for the titles. It was a lot of nut kicks on this show as well. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Nut kicks all over pro wrestling right now. Didn't AJ Styles get hit in the nuts as well? He did by Edge. We should make a TikTok in which there's a bunch of nut kicks that happened this week. Maybe we could do that. That is an option. Yeah, I'm not sure what to put in there, but we'll make it work. Do me a favor and stall for just one second. I'd appreciate it. I'm stalling for one second. All right, I'm done stalling. I meant longer one second. I have to go let my dog out real quick. Give me 10 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. 10 seconds it is, all right. Honestly, I am definitely hoping Cody Rose just kind of pulls a little, a little prank on all of us and just comes in at Revolution at the end of the show. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm still in AW. You thought I was going to go to WWE, but... You're just a little, you're a little bitch. That's right. And then uh, sure. I'm yeah. sure you said only nice things there. Uh, okay. Yeah, definitely. 
so I didn't sorry. Tell you, I, I didn't call you a little bitch. I was talking about how Cody Rhodes, he's probably going to prank us all and, you know, call us all little bitches. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, revolution. So, by the way, in case you're wondering, I'm going to have to let my dog out, which I never usually do. It's because I'm doing this in my living room, which I usually don't do. I usually do this in my room. But, uh, yeah. yeah, looking after the animals today. Yeah. That's right. Chris is in his zoo. Totally. So, next up, we get to the Jericho promo. It was all right. It was all right. I don't remember what he said, actually. Basically said, Eddie, if you win Sunday, I'll respect you. If not, I'll take it and go fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. I and hate then, that catchphrase he's trying to get over. It's not working. No. GFY. Like, no. It, it screams uh, out of touch, old dude, being an out of touch, old dude. I don't appreciate that. Exactly. Yeah. God damn it, man. He used to make everything work, man. Anything that was he did was gold, but now yeah. it's absolute garbage. It's actually shit. 30 year streak, man. 30 year streak ain't too bad. All right, stall for 10 more seconds. I have to let the dog back in. Cool. No, they want to come back inside. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything fucking Chris Jericho does nowadays is just it belongs in the trash. I'll be honest. Maybe it's time for him to hang up the boots and uh, possibly take a backstage role because I think he'd be good there. He's a creative mind nonetheless. That's it. I, I thought she'd be out there for longer. She's been out there, barked at some people, and then came back inside. You had to tell him, GFY. Uh, apparently, uh, my dog might be Chris Jericho, potentially, or a very big fan. Yeah. You know, she got you. Yeah. Come on, break oh. the walls down. Break down or, the walls. Or, or I don't, don't want to go chasing after my dog. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, moving forward. Get to the CM Punk promo. Uh, did you see last week's MGF promo? No. I bet he said some nasty stuff and how about he, how he's a heel and he's a bad guy. Yeah, well, it's only on, actually. I watched it. Uh, we watched it last night because I heard it's a very good promo, and it was. In fact, a good promo about how he uh, made a football team in high school and he got mm-hmm. bullied by the other footballers who are also racist. What and, the uh, fuck? Yeah, they... Beat him with coins or threw coins at him and called him Jew boy, what? quote unquote. What the fuck? Yeah, it was very messed up. Yeah, it's actually terrible. Yeah. And he said, I actually didn't it, expect it to go down that route when you were trying to explain this. Me neither. No, me neither. Uh, but he said, it's just to sum up the promo. I, I can't do it justice. I'm just going to summarize it. Go look it up if you haven't seen it. Uh, what he says is, that sucked and all, but I was in a good mood because I knew that I'd get to meet my hero, CM Punk, at autograph signing that night. And he does it, whatever. And then he goes to college a few years later, explains that he has some learning disabilities and everything. And, but, you know, still saw his hero CM Punk. But then eventually his hero CM Punk leaves in 2014 when you need him most. And ever since then, he's never forgiven CM Punk. They want to be the best in the world in spite of CM Punk. That's a good promo right there. I was like, I gotta go check it out because I bet you didn't do it justice, but I bet. Like, he's the best promo worker in AW, so I, th- I think he did. Yeah, that's a fantastic promo. Like I said, I, I can't do it as well as he could, but I just yeah. gave him the breakdown there. Nobody could. I can't either. So basically, after I. But that happened, sounds interesting, man. Like, that sounds like a. Is that like. I, I'm guessing all of that's true, most likely. I I saw. um, Well, the site that he mentions in this promo said that that was true. Um, okay. I'm sure it was true. I'm sure it was. That sounds pretty true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he just wouldn't lie about the whole football player thing. Yeah, no, that's kind of messed up to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, CM Punk felt, feels really bad, you know. Some beating up this guy. He was just looking after him the whole time. And yeah. uh, he comes out here tonight, cuts the promo about how, you know, I'm confused whether or not I'm actually really a bad dude or not. I feel like I'm kind of mean to him. And he fights him out. He's like, I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to be better. Tries to shake the hand. He does, but um, MJF goes in for the hug instead. And he was mad. Sep- he separates and then nails him straight in the balls. Knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and then after MJF attacks him like that, man, probably one of the most brutal beatdowns in IW history, I think. Yeah, he bloody this man's face up, give him the crimson mask, and then all of a sudden, you know, he just has him chained 
to the rope with the dog collar and they're just choking him. Yeah, yeah, Sean Spears hoists him up forever. He's like, look, man, by the way, I might just be the devil. Just letting you know that. Cool. Yeah, it's a callback from another uh, CM Punk promo, actually, from Ring of Honor, I think. That's even cooler. Yeah. I think it was Ring of Honor. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But it was it was an old CM Punk promo. My favorite part still from this whole thing was CM Punk doing a callback to all his old WWE feuds. Yeah, the, the Jeff Hardy one, the Undertaker one. I'm assuming the Jericho one is talking about the alcohol thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really cool. Honestly, segment. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I knew what he was talking about with all of those that he mentioned. Yeah. So I'd say a very including the Jeff Hardy one as well. I mean, how could you forget that one? That was a great storyline. Yeah. Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I made fun of a guy for his drug problems until uh, he left his job or whatever. Yeah. And honestly, when he describes the thing he does, see, even though it was just a character, CM Punk sounds like a real dick. He's an evil guy, man. Terrible person. No wonder MJF hates him now. He thought he was God. Yeah. But, uh, or the got, devil, I guess. One of those religious figures. That's a... all, all both of them, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. So yeah, it was a definitely a fantastic go home angle. Very much looking forward to that match on Sunday. Yeah. So next up, uh, I'd say the show pretty much slows down from here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think possibly. I, I don't know. I mean, after, the, the fucking battle royal kind of slowed it down. I mean, after this, you're supposed to random stuff like um, the Keith Lee promos next. You know, it seems to have a little thing. Yeah. I see Team Taz, I'd say. Uh, Keith Lee, uh, so what happens? Let's swear it down. So Keith Lee shows up getting interviewed, and Team Taz show up, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks goes, you're in, you're in Starks country, and Hobbs goes, yeah, and I'm the president, in case you were curious. I was like, oh, well, good for him. Hell yeah. And they say, if you show up on Rampage for that match, we're making sure you're not making it to Sunday. This is definitely a funny promo. I, I forgot what they said necessarily, but... I know it was a funny promo. Yeah, it was, it was a nice promo. It was nice to see Keith Lee had something going on there. Yeah. They kind of interrupted him before you can say any words. That's one of my favorite things in pro wrestling. They set up a whole interview segment just so they can ask the question, open their mouths, and then get interrupted immediately. Yeah. So next up, we get to uh, Thunder Rosa and Marcus Hades Martinez versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. That was a decent match there. Pretty good one. It was decent. It wasn't that long, actually. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, sets up the uh, sets up the match this Sunday after Rosa and Martinez pick up the win. Yeah. So then we get to uh, Cargill and Conti uh, having a little promo segment backstage. Apparently, uh, Conti can't attack her before Car- the match. Cargill's promo was insanely funny, by the way. Which which one? Cargill's promo, the one she cut. I forgot the one what she, she said. Said. Yeah, the one from Dynamite. Oh, yeah. She, when she interrupted yeah. Taikanti. Yeah, she made fun of her karate. I don't remember what. Yeah, because was, she was like, oh, yeah, I do all this jujitsu and shit. And I practice this and that. She was like, no one gives a fuck about your karate shit, right? Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty... That's so... probably the, one of the funniest parts of Dynamite. This match, by the way, this match, by the way, will be on Revolution. So it'll also be entertaining to watch. Yeah. I mean, like, I honestly, nothing is funnier than Tony Khan just generally trying to be happy. Unfortunately, yes. It's not even his fault. He's just really happy to be there. But then he just does I mean, something. I respect crazy. it. I respect it. I mean, the Giannis incident now is it's just this guy. He's unintentionally convinced. Aspire to be as happy as Tony Khan. Yeah, I respect it. He's a great guy, except for that one time we did that one that was bad. tweet. That was, bad. That, that was pretty bad. But besides that yeah. one, besides that, he seems like a fun dude. Yeah. So after that, we get to the Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander thing. This and was it, absolute garbage. I, I hated this. I I was caught off guard as soon as it started. When Chris Statlander apparently, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Layla Hirsch said that, uh, sorry, uh, Layla Hirsch says that Chris Statlander 
said that it was a good thing or that she deserved to have her parents uh, put her up for adoption. Is that what she said? Yeah, that happened. That's incredibly fucked up. Yeah, Chris Taylor said that one night. I forgot which, which yeah, night. Is she, she a face? I... Yeah. Wow, okay. You don't see anything in the face about that? Um, it's hard. I'm sure it's there if you're looking for it. Yeah. It's right up there with... It's right up there with Nikki Bella saying she was free died in the womb. It's it's right up there. It is up there, yeah, for sure. I mean, this whole thing was garbage. None of these people know how to cut promos. Okay. Yeah, they're talented wrestlers, not fantastic. They're just yelling talented. at the fucking screen, like, why am I cutting this promo on this screen right now? Yeah, like Larry's like, why are we even talking now? I don't know why I'm here. That's why I'm are we here right now? Wait, what? First down there was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. He was like, I don't care if we're gonna beat my ass, huh? What do you do about it? I'll be sure I Susan then talking. Why am I talking? I don't know. Why are you <laughs> why, talking? Why am I here? Wait, huh? I'm gonna leave, actually. Who are you? Yeah, this was so bad. Fucking hell. It Chris Taylor is better off than Layla Hirsch, but still. Uh, but they're, they're two good wrestlers there, but uh, not fantastic promos, unfortunately. My God. This is the worst part of Dynamite. So next up, we get an interesting little thing in Wardlow match. He beats Caesar Pannoni pretty quick. But then Sean Spears goes for No, a former NXT guy got released. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Wardlow wins. So but, this, Sean Spears... but do you have another name before that? No, I think it was just Caesar Pannoni, if I'm not wrong. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, probably, actually. The name is very familiar. He didn't really get very far in NXT, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I think he was a jobber, kind of. Yeah, that sounds about right, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so after this, uh, after that match, uh, Sean Spears goes to do the chair thing where he steals the spotlight from Warlow. The Warlow's tired of that. He stops him from that. And, uh, yeah, yeah that storyline's coming to a head. There's more on that after this House of Black thing. I really wish Sean Spears and them would, I wish Sean Spears and Warlow would still team together. What do you mean? Cause, I mean, because Wardlow's going to fucking turn on him and MJF and whatnot. At this point, it might be the other way around, honestly. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I could definitely see, though, after the punk feud on Sunday, Wardlow and MJF being that program going into the next. Uh, I think it's, it's always hilarious whenever Wardlow wins a match and then fucking Sean Spears walks in there with a chair and starts beating the other opponent's ass with a chair. He doesn't even beat them. He just hits them once just to make it look like he's the one. It's just hilarious, man. It's so, it's so dumb, and I love it. Sean Spears is great. Yeah, he's fantastic in this role that he's doing. Just because even when he about... got fucking shit on by Wardlow, he was funny. Because I want to talk about this a little bit more. We're going to skip past the House of Black promo just for now and go right to the Wardlow and then in the Sean Spears promo from backstage. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, Sean Spears shows up. He says, Wardlow, great news. So, uh, MJF's on to tell you. MJF comes up, still has some of the blood on him from the CM Punk thing. And he tells him, look, man, great news. If you win that match, Sunday the Face of the Revolution match, and you win the TNT title, and keep that title. You're welcome. I mean, that's a good deal, in my opinion. And he tells him, I mean, but let's be honest, probably not going to win it. And then Wardlow yeah. says, well, you know, I might win it if I'm too busy helping you. Then MJF comes back and he says, Look, man, watch your mouth. Never talking about that again. I will Respect. kill you. Yeah. He slaps him right in the face. Man, I hate that guy. MJF. What a guy. What a guy. Yo, sorry. I really hope it. Um, well, I mean, it's definitely going to turn. Someone's going to turn on somebody. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think Warlow can split from MJF just fine. I think what might happen probably is this Sunday, uh, MJF tries to make Wardlow help him with a match, but then he accosts MJF somehow. I didn't think Wardlow should have a manager. I mean, well, you mean the Sunday? No, I'm saying if anything, Wardlow should just have a. So he should split from MJF and then have a manager afterwards. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. I don't know who he's so going to manage. I think Sean Spears could stay with him, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, Sean Spears looks like he's very, uh, very pinnacle. He's man. He can talk for uh he's very pinnacle. But I mean him talking for Warlow would be kind of funny. It would be, but I just don't see it going that direction. 
No, I wouldn't go that direction. I don't know who would um, pair with Ward, though. I guess maybe. Um, what, what, I think, what's Jake Cargill's manager's name? Mark Sterling. Yeah, maybe him. I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I can only think of Taz. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I can only think of Taz. I don't think Jake Cargill's manager's name is Taz. No, I mean, for people who manage uh, Wardlow. I mean, maybe Taz. I mean, he's got the whole, he's got a big boy in his team already. I, I remember I think big dude in single. I just think Taz. I don't know. Uh, you know, true. I mean, especially since Cage, it's only the one guy. I mean, not Brian Cage. Uh, it's the only powerhouse Hobbs that has a singlet and it's a big dude. But for some reason, that's all I think of when I think big dude and singlet. Magic. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, who else is? I mean, Keith Lee. No, Keith Lee doesn't have a singlet. Yeah. Not anymore, thankfully. Just do his own thing. Yeah. He has the shorts. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, I... back to the black. Um, What's it called? That was the black thing. That was the black. Yeah. I was going to call it the black mask. I mean, technically not wrong. Yeah, that's his finisher move. Yeah, yeah, you're not too far off technically. What's it? Is his finishing move still called the black mask? I don't think he changed. It. I think it still is here. Okay, cool. So, um, this basically just is uh them taking credit for Penta's recent attitude change and saying that the house always wins. Nothing crazy there. I mean, that sounds kind of rigged to me. I mean. That's that's consistently the slogan of many casinos. So I mean, it's not wrong. It sounds kind of rigged to me. I wouldn't go to those casinos. I wouldn't go to most casinos because that is just a slogan there. I mean, I go to a casino if it doesn't say the house always wins. I mean, you don't say it outright, but I mean, you know. I guess I play the machines or whatever. Look, I gamble I enough. Point, and, you know? I gamble enough in gotcha games. I can I can stand with casinos and just stay there. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll win an NFT. Maybe. You can imagine you spend all that money, gamble away all your money. It's like, man, at least I won some more. Do you just hit you with a picture of an AP eating a grape or something? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Congratulations. Here's your ape for the day. Wait, what? What? I I gambled away fifteen grand. Well. This picture is worth a hundred, only a hundred dollars. That is uh, unfortunate. Throws it in the trash. Walks away. Gonna be such a bummer about it. I guess no one gets that. No one pulls it out of the trash later. Wait a minute. Is this an NFT? Oh, he doesn't know what it is. He has to ask glasses to it. The guy comes back. Oh my god, that's worth twenty grand right there. I can't, what? Takes it, runs away. I got an NFT. I got an NFT. Yeah, let's go. I think we all agree. NFTs are probably the worst invention of the recent years. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's yeah, they did so many scams too. Who's literally charging two hundred bucks for a picture of a ape or something? It's so stupid. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is a scam, honestly. Yeah. So uh, moving past that though, get to the main event. Uh, getting the bad and the hungry. Versus the Undisputed Era. The six man tag. I always thought Chip Ross thought his whole name was Johnny Hungry. I mean, I would think that too because he calls him it every time. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. During the Evil, so when Evil Uno got eliminated from the Battle Royal, right? And then Dan Housen came to curse him. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot all about this part. And then, <laughs> so he's like, oh, so X Cowboy's like, oh, oh my God. Evil Uno's getting cursed by Dan Housen. And then, Jim Ross is like, oh, yeah, he's getting cursed. I was like, well, this man's not happy about that. He's pissed. Dan Housen's great, though, but for some reason, that's the only thing he does right now, and I prefer him to do this a little bit more, because I know he can do more. Yeah, I think so. Jim Ross is not having that, man. He was like, oh, yeah, he's getting cursed. That's fucking okay. It's only a matter of time before Jim Ross says, you know what, curse this, and he walks up and punches Dan Housen and says, oh, who are you cursing now, huh? They say wrestling, alright? They say wrestling. What am I wrestling? Like, I swear to God. I'm gonna go in there and wrestle myself, alright? I wrestle this bloomstick, and I'll wrestle a bear than you ever curse anybody, I'll tell you that right now. You curse my ass. Boom, boom. Well, anyway, hopefully Dan Housen does more after Revolution. But, uh, 
yeah, so the main event here. It was no, I I enjoyed it. It was no game. It was no right match. Yeah, and I really did hope that Jim Ross only thought to uh, always thought John Silver's last name was Johnny Hungy. Like I said, he calls him that every time. I'm assuming he does. But then no, but then the fucking uh, Excalibur was like John Silver, and he was like, oh yeah, John Silver. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah, and they just called him John Silver the whole time. But someone tell him it's not funny backstage, and he's like, all right, whatever, we're done here. Yeah. Well, he did say Johnny Hungy the first time, and then Excalibur said John Silver, and it was just that. I'm, I'm telling you, Excalibur's just over there. He's he probably, no, no, it's definitely Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone wants to give him a look or something after he said Johnny Hungy. And he's like, yeah. look, man, it's not funny anymore. Let it go. And that's why me and all the homies do not like Tony Schiavone. Yeah, we hate him, actually. Over here ruining fun jokes. I don't know why. No idea. I mean, Tony Schiavone hates Adam Cole as well. He does hate Adam Cole. You know, yeah. a Simpson one dream is a taken woman. Let's all be honest here. Yeah. And uh, Tony Schiavone, he knows he cannot have that because of Adam Cole. And he's very unhappy about that. Yeah. Adam Cole, man, he has the woman of his dreams, I guess. I don't know. He has a woman of Tony Schiavone's dreams right there. What a guy. Yeah. I mean, that, that massage fucking segment just popped into my head. Now I'm going to want to forget that again. You have fun with that thought. No, I don't want to remember this shit. I will now start off every Dynamite review remembering, reminding you that that segment did happen. Yeah, dude, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, moving on to Tony Schiavone getting a massage. Okay. No, 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 no. Anyway, Johnny, you're hungry. He's hungry right now. Exactly, but they're not hungry enough for a win because they lose to the Undisputed Era. Yeah. I wonder if Johnny Hungy, like, what kind of sandwiches he likes. He's definitely a footlong guy. A footlong meatball hero. The meat man. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, does he like Subway, though? No, I think quality sub. A quality meatball sub. Okay, quality, quality. I mean, definitely. Actually, he does seem like a meatball sub kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, he seems like a fun-loving guy, but I think if you give him a mediocre meatball sub, he might just beat your ass with it, I think. He might smash it on the ground. Splatter tomatoes all everywhere. He might just take it and hit you over the head with it as an homage to Brody Lee hitting you over the head with papers. He might, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, maybe that's how he takes his sandwiches, man. He takes them that serious. I mean, gotta respect him, man. Gotta respect the man that loves the sandwich. Yeah. I wonder who came up with the name Subway, by the way. Like, oh, wow. Subway, so, so Subway, right? It's like a, it's like a train. But then, but then, Subway Sandwich. Huh? Huh? I'm assuming Subway originally was just two words. Guys, I'm telling you, there's your way, and then there's the Subway. Exactly. And then they bully him relentlessly to us, just one word. Hi, and it's fucking Subway, man. Welcome to Subway. If it's not my way, it's... No, it's just Subway, my bad. It's, Sorry. The, it's, it's the highway, I mean, uh, yeah. How, how, what would you like on your sandwich? Yeah, man. Ten seconds, I gotta sneeze real quick. Alright, he's gonna sneeze. Uh, maybe possibly eat a Subway sandwich. Never mind. That would be very impressive. I'm violating me on that sneeze. Okay, okay. You ever have one? It's the worst feeling in the world, man. What, a sneeze? Not your but when your body fakes you out with a sneeze and you're like, you know, you have to stop everything you're doing. You stop everything you're doing so you don't inconvenience people by sneezing into the microphone or sneezing in their ears or whatever. And you cover yeah. up your mouth. All of a sudden, no sneeze happens. I think that's happened to me before. I, I don't remember, honestly. For me personally, it's the worst thing. Okay, I mean, when you do it or when someone else does it to you? No, just when it happens to me, you know. Okay. I, I don't know, man. I don't remember those times when that happens to me, but it probably did. And it probably was not the best thing. One day it's going to happen. You're going to go to sneeze and it won't happen. And you'll be like, damn it. I was just looking forward to getting that out of my system. And then you're going to know what I mean. Yeah, probably. All right, so the uh, match ends. And then the Undisputed Era beat down on Dark Order. Along with Hangman, leading into Sunday, and that's the show, basically. 
Do you think their whole theme song is going to be fucking Adam Cole's theme song? I mean, probably. That's what I mean, it was. It kind of just is Adam Cole's theme song, though. Kind of like Adam Cole, baby. Well, I mean, kind of, kind of. But I mean, and that's a little, uh, I don't know. You can kind of make it out to be like it's the whole group song because they Adam Cole's in the group and they go boom, you know. I mean, they used to have a little spot in the old industry era theme song next to you where um, it pauses so you do the boom thing. I mean, technically, it's their all their thing. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. So the whole boom thing, but then there's also the Adam Cole part. I mean, it's very much the Adam Cole thing. Maybe they're working on a theme song, possibly. Perhaps. I mean, I feel like the beat, though, like, that's just like kind of like an Undisputed Era remix type shit. It very much feels that way. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of like, you can just kind of remove the Adam Cole parts. Yeah. Honestly, but I have an Adam like, Cole baby part, so you do it. Honestly, you just want to make an instrumental version of that. That could work, too. That could work, yeah. I mean, put the boom in there as well. All right. It could work. But uh, overall, what would you give this episode of Dynamite? Yeah, you know, fuck, man. I, I kind of want to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs in the middle. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, just because of the big announcement, uh, the build-up to the pay-per-view, I'd give it a thumbs up because okay. for the most part, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I guess I would agree. I didn't really hate anything except the Chris Taylor thing. And even that, that was pretty quick, honestly. And that was a very quick moment. Yeah, exactly. So I'll give it a thumbs up as well. Um, I think that's about it, right? I'd say so. All right. So go follow us on all our social media accounts. We're everywhere. You'll follow us or, you know, whatever. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, wherever, or just follow us wherever you possibly can on any podcasting platform. We're everywhere as well. Go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Go on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment. Share our content wherever you possibly can. Don't forget to bell wherever you possibly can as well. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.